Hey, it's Thursday, October 12th. I gotta say, it doesn't feel like October. We are live no. <laughs> on site at the NAMED conference, the 43rd in Miami, Florida. Unbelievable. You beat me here yesterday. This place is it's like, not, it's not terrible. It is not terrible. It's, it's a little bit like sticky on the humid, uh, but it's okay. Uh, we really, we, we want to start by thanking True Car for giving us the, uh, the, the opportunity to sponsor and, and come alongside and create content here, whether it's the live stream in the morning or we're going to be doing content with a bunch of people throughout the day, just sharing exactly what's going on here at NAMAD because it's a growing event, but more people need to know about it. Yeah, it, for, for sure. I feel like I was just talking to Damon Lester and feel like this year is kind of the tipping point from last year to this year just you know i got in late last night my first time stepping on the floor was early this morning the trade show floor is packed last right. year we we're like oh where do we want to talk to people this year it's like we're gonna have to work to find some space yes um so um as we're getting started this morning breakfast is about to start and we found perry watson the fourth the brand new i'm gonna we're Come sliding over the here. brand new president Brand shiny new president of NAMED. Uh, Perry, thanks for giving us a few minutes because we just yanked you out everything that you were actually doing. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Paul. All right. So tell me, this is, uh, you became president this year. I did. I did. Uh, quite an honor. Uh, I'm definitely and definitely excited about being able to continue the legacy of the founders and the past chairman and, of course, Damon, which is a hard act to follow, yeah, but, you know, he's definitely mentoring me through it, so I'm very excited about it. Very cool. So, uh, as you take out, obviously you've been uh, around the, the world of NAMAD and, uh, and, and you know the, the environment and the people, and so it's, you're not a stranger to it, but as you kind of come into this presidency and look to, uh, to take everything to the next level and engage the automotive community in new and fresh ways, what are you most excited about uh, for this next year? You know, I would say that I'm, I'm most excited that we're seeing so many new people at the conference. We've got over a thousand people at the conference this year, and this is wow. the first time ever. We've got, I believe it's over a hundred people doing one-on-ones with the manufacturers, over 70 vendors, vendor partners, because they are our partners. Yeah. And so that's the most exciting thing to me. You know, people really trying to jump out there and get a deal, advance their career. So to be a part of that is a special thing for me in particular and for us as an organization. Yeah, and when you say get a deal, because this is an important thing that uh, like doesn't happen anywhere else at conferences is these these one-on-one OEM meetings. Can you like describe to people that maybe have never been here what that looks like and, yeah, and yeah. why that happens here? So one of the unique things about the conference is the OEM partners and and you know, there's too many to, to name, right. uh, are here and they're actually interviewing dealer candidates. And you really don't get that access anywhere else. And so for us, that's just, that's the treasure. Uh, and I'm so, so pleased at the advances that many of the manufacturers are making. I don't know if you saw the numbers, but we had a net of 110 new minority dealerships. And, and that is just... In one year? In, in one year. In one year, Stellar. so that's that's incredible. When you look at the the net change over the last two years, but I, I want people to understand that it didn't just happen overnight. Uh, many of these manufacturers, from their upper level management, senior level management, made it a relentless priority. 
they put key progress indicators in place. They have accountability. And so I'm just so happy for them. I'm so happy for the minority dealers that have the opportunities and that are really giving back. Many of them, I get phone calls from them and they're like, how can I give back? How can I get involved? And so we're plugging them into NAMED Next Generation and mentoring and a lot of those great things. So it's just, it's an exciting time. Well, it's, uh, we're really grateful for you having us here to be around the energy and cover this, get the word out, let people know what's going on. Thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time. I know I pulled you out of what you were doing. We'll talk to you in a little longer form later. Absolutely. Thank All right. You. Have a great show. Thanks, Perry. Appreciate you. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. And we'll just keep rolling. I'll tell you what, there is this <laughs> essence of this leadership. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, okay, the, so this is, this is and it's Damon too. And, and, and well, he set a, the tone there's a quiet, for a long time. There's a quiet poise in the leadership mm-hmm. within the NAMAD organization. And it's, it's humble yet intentional, right? And you see that just in the way that they communicate and they, they, they know the value that it's bringing and they're pursuing um, this change and, and the desire for more minorities to be dealing. Man, I met last night, like I met... I met someone from India that's getting a, a point here. I, I met uh, a couple dealers that are having OEM meetings that they just cannot, you know, that they're GSMs or they're GMs and they want to point someday yeah. that they're having these meetings mm-hmm. to set the stage for potentially being out and out dealer principals. And it like that level of energy when you have that much hope and option opportun- opportunity in an event like this, like yep. that's what sets the tone. Well, they have a problem. And they don't know it yet. Well, maybe they know it. <laughs> They're not going to be able to fit in here next year. That's what, that's absolutely true. They're going to need a different venue. Like, this has been the spot for a long, long time. We'll ask them that next oh, time it, we talk about them. It's absolutely packed. Because they now they had to rearrange yeah. the room that we were in last year, the two yep. years ago. Uh, for the last two years where I've been here, there's a cup rolling, which is getting me excited. Um, <laughs> and and it's packed. It's packed, yeah. packed. Like, that's well, it. They're the, done. E- even I was at the Wokan event yesterday. And, right. like, last even year that. they were in this little tiny room. This year, they were in a room, and they it had the room like the tiny all the way room. from the back to the front. It felt like, again done. like the yeah. tiny room. So, yeah. um, look, if you haven't checked it out, it's NAMED, N-A-M-A-D dot org. Um, keep following the coverage here. True Car has helped us put this coverage on for the next couple of days, so we're going to make sure we cover, have a lot of conversations. I'm going to release a lot of long-form podcasts because of that. So, um, yeah, so we still need to give you uh, a little bit of a... UAW U- update. There you go. See, there we don't need any sound trigger pads. So, um Interesting developments uh, at the end of the day yesterday. So you just lost the Kentucky plant. Those were the final words of Wednesday night's negotiation meeting between UAW and Ford negotiating terms in which included uh, in person the one and only UAW president, Sean Fain. According to those close to the matter, UAW basically informed Ford. It's nice to inform you. I I want to see a new deal. I'm going to inform you. They wanted to see. When I want it, what the deadline is. It's it's interesting, man. I don't (laughs) know. That's the only word I can actually say right now. But they they basically said, uh, we want to see a new counter offer that involves economics. So they want to talk some dollars, not work-life balance, right? They're saying, we want to see some, right. we want to see some movement on the dollars and cents. It didn't happen. So um, here's the here's the full quote. Do I have it? So after 10, 10 minutes, the meeting took less than 10 minutes. At the end, it said that Sean Fain stood up, said, if this is all you have for us, our members' lives and my handshake are worth more than this, you, this just cost you a Kentucky truck plant. Whoa, which Ford then spat back and and they labeled the union's decision as what they said is grossly irresponsible um, and that it would have an impact 
uh, on uh, not just those facilities, but other jobs and facilities. And we've already seen layoffs at all of these manufacturers at other facilities because they can't keep up. Yep. And so, um, and, there, and there's the impact truck plant. It's so so. This is Ford's Super Duty truck line um, has immense significance for the company. Very very profitable. The vehicle line alone generates more revenue than entire corporations like Southwest Airlines. You may have heard of them. Marriott International, uh, wow. Nordstrom in 2021. Like the 2021, that one plant, that one assembly line generated more revenue than those companies. And that's 2021. I know. Oh, right. Last year, you're right? talking about the profit coming in. Talk off about last year. Right. Yeah. The numbers aren't in yet. So um, with the addition of this plant, there are now 34,000 workers on strike. This added like 8,700. Wow. So um, you have to think like. There's got to be a tipping what, point here. Yeah. What other, I mean, this is kind of the big one yeah. for Ford. Like this is kind of going for the jugular. Right there's there's not a, a plant that's more profitable. There's not one that's going to hurt them anymore. So maybe that's an indicator. Like they weren't not going to use this. Right. They weren't not. It was coming use it. anyway. Yeah. And they decided to drop this one now. So I mean, hopefully it moves towards some kind of resolution. But man, what a, what a what a negotiation. What a or if thing. you can call it that. What a thing. That's all we got to say about that. And uh, this isn't really much of a segue, but yeah, here's no, a I mean, different speaking thing. Speaking of big things. <laughs> big right? things. There you go. Italian aluminum casting machine maker IDRA, known for supplying Tesla's innovative Gigapress. Yes. I don't know if Tesla came up with the name Gigapress. I have no because clue. that's just their thing now. They make gigapresses. Right. So I don't know. I mean, that's just a side thought. So basically, as uh, uh, more car makers, including Ford and Hyundai, are now in their customer bases, more automakers are exploring this method of manufacturing vehicles. Which makes so much sense. Cuts out a t- Well, actually, you contrast that against the labor talk. Right. Oh boy. Because what does Giga <laughs> pressing do? It just it speeds up the line, uh, creates efficiencies, and doesn't need as many workers on the line creating all of these different parts. Do we have yeah. how many parts it removes? It removes a whole lot of moving parts from the assembly of a vehicle. So less parts, less people. Right. One stamp. So yep. uh, here here's some stats. So um, let's see. Uh, yeah, a Giga Press 6100 model with Ford's branding. And their largest press, the 9000, are both being tested with the latter being shipped to Hyundai for R&D. They've already shipped, IDRA has already shipped 14 of these presses to Tesla, including two 9000 models um, for the Cybertruck production. And according to one source, you need six gigapresses as the standard to produce 500,000 vehicles a year. Wow. Seems like a pretty good ratio. Those things are moving. I feel like I'd take that. Yeah. I, I mean, this is like this is going to be modern manufacturing as we know it. And, and it's the future of creating vehicles at scale with efficiencies. Uh, and we, we know, like, UAW uh, comments aside, uh, like, the, the number of people available to work in manufacturing is, is becoming limited. Uh, and so these automakers taking some of the practices that Tesla has learned and uh, that IDRA is, is making with newer presses uh, just gives them the ability to create vehicles at scale. The thing that I'm most excited about is you start to see this potentially open up um, quicker turns on like R&D for new model lines or design changes mm-hmm. um, just because the retooling requires less because you're retooling with like a, a single die. entity yeah. instead of an, instead of multiple. An entire lines. line. Yeah. Interesting. And also one of the things that spurred this type of invention is the fact uh, EV manufacturing. Right. Pressing it in so the battery tray is where it is and the batteries go in actually um, are a part of the structure of the vehicle because they're so dense and they provide some rigidity. Yep. So um, 
hey, Tesla pushed this innovation forward, and now it's being adopted by everybody. And we have pigeons flying behind we us. We got pigeons. Like, I feel like it's a movie. We have <laughs> pigeons. But that's all we have for you this morning from uh, the shores of Miami Beach, Florida, at the NAMAD, the 43rd annual NAMAD membership meeting, I believe is what they call that's it. That's what it Thanks is. Thanks to yeah. True Car for helping us get out here and sponsor this um, and get this content out to you. Follow along. The rest of the day we'll be posting. We're releasing podcasts. We hope you have an amazing day innovating and getting some things done.